Welcome back to Let's Go. Here we go. Our guy, my guy, the great Larry Fitzgerald. Larry, how you doing, bud? Missed you this offseason. I'm doing fantastic, Jim. It's great to be back um, with you again for our second year. It's really exciting. A lot of wonderful things have happened throughout the course of the offseason, and I'm looking forward to discussing everything that's current and uh, not so current with you today. And our 15th year together. So here we go. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental fleet in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz. Let's go. They got a pretty good theme for the name of their program. Yeah, they do. I like it. <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Larry. Uh, there's just so much as we begin this season that's standing out. Uh, and we're going to discuss it all. But uh, the first game is going to be the Bills uh, coming out to face the champion Rams. Uh, they got their rings this summer. They'll unfurl the banner. What's a little uncertain is Matthew Stafford in his condition with the elbow surgery, MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, he's been limited in preseason and in training camp. And uh, now Sean McVay says that uh, there are no limitations. But uh, you've said it best before. What the coaches say and what actually happens is two different things. What do you think of Matthew Stafford? Well, Matthew Stafford, everybody knows he's got some of the greatest arm talent that the league has ever seen. Um, you know, he can throw it from any position and he's been on limited rep count throughout training camp. So, you know, having to come out and be able to make those throws that maybe he might not have been making in, in training camp. You know, I'm really interested to see because he hasn't had any experience in the preseason. Um, you know, obviously, you know, they don't have Odell um, this year. They don't have Robert Woods. You know, they're missing their starting, um, you know, future, in my opinion, Hall of Famer and Andrew Whitworth at left tackle. So the Rams will be a little bit different. And, um, you know, it's all going to be depending on, on, on the, the strength of his arm. Um, it always has come down to that. So I'm really interested to see how he looks. And, and we always talk about how hard it is to repeat the Patriots all the way back in 2003. Uh, last team to be able to do that. Do guys get satisfied, Larry? Uh, salary cap? What causes the inability to string years together? Well, it's difficult when you have success. Everybody around you, your family's patting you on the back, telling you how good you are. Guys are rewarded with multi-year contract extensions, and you know it's 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 natural for you to kind of take a deep breath and say, "Look, man, we we achieved this last year." Um, and then people, you know, take your talent. I mean, you look at what happened. Von Miller left to go to Buffalo. He's going to know a lot of those defensive calls and a lot of those the, the personnel that he's going to be playing against. Will he'll be using you know to his advantage when they, when they line up? So, I mean, those type of things happen. You lose coaches, and um, the message sometimes becomes a little stale and, and guys, you know, become a little complacent. So it's really difficult to compete um, year in and year out, especially at the elite level of winning championships. Do you think they'll struggle this year? I mean, we haven't even played a game, but do you foresee that happening in a big market, L.A., all the commercial endorsements? Uh, guys, we've seen it. Really, really the only team in Los Angeles who's ever been able to sustain it is the Lakers, the Showtime Lakers and then the Kobe Shaq Lakers. And then Kobe uh, on his own. Um, but we really haven't seen that uh, out of any other L.A. team or in professional football. So I know it's hard to kind of categorize right now if a team's going to have a tough year. But do just the circumstance kind of set it up that way? Well, I don't necessarily uh, believe that. I think they still have the talent to make a deep playoff run. Um, the division has gotten weaker, in my opinion, you know, with Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. 
Um, you know, having DeAndre Hopkins missing the first six games for the Arizona Cardinals, San Francisco starting a brand new quarterback in Trey Lance. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of changes in that division. So I, I think they still right now on paper are the best team in the NFC West. Will they be able to, you know, go out and win and have the same success they had last year? That's still, still to be the scene, but, um, I, I think they have a great chance of winning that division. Let's talk about a couple of things you just brought up. Trey Lance, what is going on here? They exile a guy who takes him to a half a yard uh, from a Super Bowl champion. I mean, you know, throwing a ball 60-something yards, 50-something yards, it's a half yard off. Uh, otherwise, they're Super Bowl champions, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a hero for life uh, in the Bay Area and a Super Bowl champion. Uh, he, has the soul, the, he has the shoulder surgery. Uh, and they draft Trey Lance, obviously, and then they make it his team, and now they bring him back. So they're setting up chaos before they even start, uh, just the whole the whole way it's been handled. And it um, seems like they've stepped in it before they start. Well, Jim, you know, as you've seen for many years, you've been around this game a long time. There's no easy way to make the transition. You look at Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. You look at Alex Smith with Pat Mahomes, and we can go on years and years and years down the road. It's, it's never s- seamless, right? Um but what I can say is I really respect and admire the way Jimmy Garoppolo has handled this. He's been wonderful in terms of the guys I've talked to in the organization about how he's treated uh, Trey and and really done everything in his power to make this transition as easy as possible. And that's not easy when you when you have your job that you've done really well. Literally, they're one interception away from playing in the Super Bowl last year. Um, and, you know, to, to kind of have the job taken from you and still be able to handle it with grace and dignity is something that you really have to admire. And, and you attribute that to the culture that that, that Kyle Shannon has created there, um, you know, I think that bodes well when you know as Trey Lance, you have somebody who's solely behind you who wants to see you do well. Um, your teammates are committed to going out there and making things happen for you. It, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, is it going to work? You know, is it going to go through some some ups and downs? Absolutely. But, you know, in terms of just the culture of what they're building there, um, I, I think that I think it looks good from outside in. Clearly, Trey Lance isn't ready because if he was ready, they would not have eaten all this money and then brought him back. And even though it's a friendly deal now, there's something off it. Well, Jim, I, I think I think you have to have a contingency plan. I mean, obviously, you know, through the preseason, he's looked good. He's made some great, accurate throws. Um, in, in, in his time last year, he, he looked good when he got into the games. Um, but, you know, you have to always have a backup plan. You know, quarterbacks go down every single week um, in the National Football League. And, you know, you want to have somebody that you know you can have success with. Um, Jimmy's a plug and play guy. If anything would ever happen, he sprain an ankle and be down for two weeks. You know, Jimmy can come in and win games for you and keep the train on the tracks. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. You just can't stop banking on or off the football field. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Let's broaden it out to the uh, general NFC. And uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Larry? Uh, We know that the Rams uh, are the favorites as they uh, head in, but there are powerful teams in both of these conferences. Um, If you were to stack them right now, how would you? Well, I think looking at it right now, I I put Tampa at the top of the class. You know, obviously they're returning the greatest player, whoever, whoever laced them up, you add. Um, Julio Jones to an already very, very deep receiving core. You, you get Chris Godwin back in the fold uh, with, with, with Mike Evans. I mean, I think they're going to be really, really explosive in the passing game. Obviously, you know, they, they lost their starting center for the foreseeable future, which will not be um, easy sledding. Obviously, he's the, he's the quarterback of that offensive line. 
gets the line calls and gets the gets the line set up to, to to protect Tom. But in terms of what he has at his disposal and his arsenal, it's pretty impressive. So I put them number one. Um, you know, it, it pains me to say this, but I think the Cowboys are going to make a good strong push again this year. Um, you know, this is another year, Dak. Um, Why does that pain you? Fully. Because they 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 always let you down. But but I, when I look at the, the progressions they made, you know, if they can continue to have that two-headed monster with, with Pollock and Ezekiel Elliott running that football and finding that balance, um, you know, they have a young tight end who is, is merging into a really, really dynamic player for them. Um, you know, C.D. Lamb is coming in again, really, really talented. They get Michael Gallup back healthy from from his ACL injury a, a year ago. I just like where they are uh, in terms of a the team. They have some really talented defensive players as well, with Michael Parsons and, and Diggs at corner. I, I just like the position they're in. Uh, the NFC East is, again, a little weak. I mean, Philly has made some improvements with A.J. Brown, but still I don't think they're good enough to be able to compete with the Cowboys, you know, when it comes to that NFC East race. But you know within the first month of this season, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Mike McCarthy. It's, it's inevitable. It's just inevitable. And, yes, he's won a Super Bowl. And, yes, I believe – to the extent that Jerry Jones is telling us that he is committed to him, at least for the foreseeable future. Futures change very quickly. Yes, but for do. the foreseeable future, you know we're going to be talking about him. Is that an unfair characteristic to now assign to him? Or is that something he has now genuinely earned because of all of his faux pas? Well, Jim, we have, we have a 15-year-plus body of work, and we're only judging him based on what we've seen. The, the mistakes, time management, um, the, those things, those that's what we that's what we know, right? Could they change? Could he do a better job managing the clock and and, and better game management? Absolutely, he can improve on that. And if the and if he does, you know, I think the Cowboys would be much better off. Um, but I mean, their talent, I mean, they're the most talented team in the National Football League from top to bottom. You look across their roster, um, and if they can overcome some of the mistakes they've made down the stretch, I mean, I think they're going to be right there in the conversation. That's an interesting statement. Why do you say that? Like you you well, just I mean, went through a number of the guys, but I mean, but now you're saying they're more talented than the other 31 teams. Jim, just go, just go, just go position by position. You know, I mean, I mean, you just go down the list of the talent, position by position. Is that statistically have, backed up by Pro Football Focus by the NFL? No, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking at the the quality of the players. Okay. Um, you know, across the board, they they have a lot of talent. Um, and, and, you know, they, they've underachieved, in my opinion. Um, if they can get that thing going together, I mean, it's that would be difficult to stop. All right. Call him Cowboy Fitz. Saddle him up. He's ready. Much more here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by K Jewelers. For over 100 years, K has helped millions of couples find their dream engagement ring. Visit your local K store or go to K.com to find yours. And celebrate... Every Kiss with Kay. Much more with Larry Fitzgerald right here on Let's Go when we return. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, host of the NFL Roadshow podcast. Preseason's been fun, but the real NFL season is so close we can almost taste it. If you're like me, you've been obsessing about the position battles, breakout rookies, and of course, fantasy football drafts. My show is a one-stop shop for everything you need to get ready for week one. New episodes of the NFL Roadshow drop every Thursday on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with the great Larry Fitzgerald. Did you know USAA was started all the way back in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own? And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA! Fitz, it's been just such an interesting offseason, all of the money that has traded hands uh, by NFL teams to their players uh, coming off the big media deals and the salary cap and so on and so forth. Uh, the quarterback area has been the one where all of the attention uh, has been garnered. And Deshaun Watson has been suspended for 11 games, but he got that guaranteed contract, uh, and that kind of set the bar for everybody else. Nobody really has followed that amount of money in the guaranteed form, but we see just huge, huge contracts with a lot of guaranteed money for a number of NFL quarterbacks, uh, including just last week, a few days ago, Russell Wilson. How do guys on the team who play with these guys see all of this money going out to them and yet they they feel maybe not diminished, but uh, certainly they're not getting anywhere near that salary. Well, Jim, you can't look at it. When you're not playing the quarterback position, you understand that quarterbacks make more. They make the lion's share of the salary because they have the biggest responsibility. They have the most scrutiny, and it kind of comes with the position. So I don't think guys are all that concerned with the money that quarterbacks make. Now, I think you more watch at your position uh, based off you know what you're doing and what you feel like you're valued at. But I think the quarterbacks are kind of in a league of their own in terms of how they're viewed in the locker room um, from, from my perspective. And the Watson situation, uh, ending up at 11 games and the $5 million fine, seems to me he still got out of this uh, pretty easy when you consider – the number of women who've come forward and just the huge, huge uh, spectacle that this became for the National Football League. And then and then we're going to see him back here, uh, you know, three months down the line. Well, Jim, I mean, I, I, it's, it's a slippery slope when you're when you're judging players, you know, based on accusations that have not been proven to be guilty in the court of law. Um, so what people think he should be punished for what they think he should be paid. I think um, it's looked at in the, in the wrong light. I mean, he he's made mistakes. Obviously there's no question about that. Um, he's been fined $5 million for, for those mistakes. Um, and he's been taken out of the game for, for, for 11 uh, games. And, you know, obviously if he is guilty of what he's being accused, you know, those things should, should, should be taken into account. But, um, you know, he's given a chance to play the game again after 11 games. He'll be back week 12. And uh, I think Cleveland was in a desperation situation as they have an avid fan base. They want to see a quarterback that can come in there and win. Uh, they've been close with Baker Mayfield, just could not get over the hump. And, you know, they were desperate and willing to pay whatever it took to be able to have a top five quarterback playing for their team and lock them up for the foreseeable future. Um, so they just took a leap of faith and maybe didn't do the diligence that they should have, but that was important to them to have somebody they could, you know, man the ship for a very long time at a high level. And Baker Mayfield now starts anew uh, in Carolina. Um, I don't know what you can judge off the preseason. By all accounts, he's doing well. Um, those games are yeah. totally meaningless. Nothing, nothing more meaningless in the history of professional sports than the score at halftime in a preseason game or the outcome of a preseason game. So it's very hard to judge, but how do you feel he will do in this new circumstance uh, in Carolina? 
Well, I have a lot of close friends in the Carolina Panthers and talking to, you know, in particular, you know, my former teammate, Andre Roberts, he was just really blown away by his attention to detail, his competitive spirit, how fast he was able to come in and galvanize that locker room, get guys to believe in him, that he could lead them to uh, what they're trying to win and what they're trying to accomplish this year, um, how fast he was able to pick up that system and really just takes takes the job. Um, so it tells you a lot about his resolve, his ability to uh, function at a very high level and be able to come in and really lead a, a group. And I think he's really happy to be able to have that fresh start. And I think he's even happier to be able to go out there and play against his former team and, and prove that they were wrong for, for not giving him, um, you know, the, the leash and, and the longevity that he felt like he deserved in Cleveland. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. We're here on Let's Go, presented by Hertz. It's interesting because so we're talking about all these guys swapping spots and, and, and the money that's being uh, paid to them. But Lamar Jackson uh, enters uh, into this year, and unless he gets the contract done this week, he's played this out and he's waited to see, you know, from Mahomes on in what everybody's getting. Pretty good strategy. But is it now, Larry, a good strategy to move forward? without procuring a contract and not having an agent? Well, Jim, I don't think it has as much to do with him not having an agent as it does the kind of the way he plays the game. Uh, because if Pat Mahomes didn't have an agent, if Kyler Murray didn't have an agent, if Josh uh, Allen didn't have an agent, if um, you know Russell Wilson didn't have an agent, I think those guys would still be able to have the contracts that they have. Lamar Jackson plays a style of football that has been great. It's been electrifying. It's been a playoff quality brand of football, an MVP quality brand of football. But history has shown us if quarterbacks run the football, eventually their body's going to break down. And you can go back to Randall Cunningham, Fran Tarkington, uh, Michael Vick. I mean, we can go as back as, as far as you want to go. Um, you know, history has proven that if you run around guys eventually will catch up to you and they will do this. They, they will do damage to your body and to be able to tie 200 plus million dollars into somebody who plays a style of, of the game that you just know is not sustainable. is very difficult for an organization to fork over that type of capital. Do you think you should take a contract this week? It's going to be somewhere North of 165 million guaranteed. If it were me, Jim, I would sign the contract uh, just, just based on my style of play. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I would want to get as much guaranteed money and security as I possibly could. Um, and that's just from my position, seeing how he's played and seeing the, the wear and tear that he's had on his body even just last season. So that's what I would do. Yeah, I'd be inclined to grab this money, too. It's just it's just too fragile, the existence in the NFL. Well, Jim, this offseason, I saw Juan Soto um, playing the Washington Nationals before he was traded to the Padres. I mean, him and his agent turned down a $400 million guaranteed contract. I mean, this is this is where we are right now. You know, guys are walking away from $400 million guaranteed. And, and so it's who, who who knows what the decisions are of these players and these agents. It, it baffles me personally. It's crazy. You could you can risk now 400 something million dollars for 20 million dollars half of which is going to the government. So you're going to literally, for 2.5% of that contract, put yourself in peril, twist an ankle, blow out a knee, get hit by a ball, and then see you later. I don't know who advises these people, but this is bad advice. Let me give you some good advice because it's tender and flavorful in every bite. Morton's the Steakhouse. Our guys from Morton's are back. We love Tillman Fertitta, Melissa, all the great folks at Landry's Corporation. And Morton's has mastered the art of perfectly cooked, 
USDA prime steak. Visit Morton's.com to reserve at any of the more than 65 worldwide locations. There's a table waiting for you. Well, the tablecloth kind of got pulled out of Patrick Mahomes with the departure of Tyreek Hill. Aaron Rodgers, he got it too. Uh, Maybe some silverware, but that tablecloth is gone as well with Devontae Adams now going to the Raiders. Which team and offenses are better off with the departures uh, in all of these places? Uh, we also had them in Tennessee, Dallas, Baltimore, L.A. There's just been a lot of guys who've come and gone. In my opinion, I think the Packers will fill it the most. Um, Aaron Rodgers is losing arguably the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Um, and the drop-off from the from Devontae Adams to the receivers that he has now um, is going to be significant. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, the most skilled guy in the game, uh, you know, reigning National Football League MVP, um, he's going to have his hands full. You know, um, he's already made some gripes about the guys that he has right now and about the ability to catch the ball and being where they're supposed to be. Um, so you're already seeing it early in training camp that he's he's uh, his patience is run thin. Um, and you look at Pat Mahomes, he still has a Hall of Famer and Travis Kelsey and a plethora of other, you know, pass catchers. Um, you know, they just brought in Juju Smith and uh, Nicole Hardeman, and they have some other talented players that are uh, can can make plays for him still. But I think Aaron, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how those young players develop for him. Yep, and the Titans lose uh, AJ Brown, uh, another guy who's kind of flying under the radar, who was out there, and by all accounts has had just a terrific camp. Is Julio Jones now with Tampa? Uh, Chris Godwin, we don't know exactly what his status will be. He will come back from the ACL. Uh, when exactly and how effective, you know, it's going to take probably a little bit of time. But uh, what do you think of the pickup of Jones, who was a free agent? Well, I think he's going to be spectacular. Um, it's really comforting when you can come into a situation knowing you don't have to carry all the weight. Mike Evans obviously has been there. He's been Tom's go-to guy. Um, and he's going to probably play the X like he has been for the last, you know, 10 years. And, you know, having Chris Godwin back in there healthy, being able to do some of the dirty work in terms of the run game, blocking, running intermediate, crossing routes, running choice and option routes, and then being able to have Julio really be able to take the top off the defense um, and, and be explosive in the screen and intermediate game is going to be a, a, a huge help to not only that team, but also would take a lot of pressure off the other guys and, and make some more one-on-one matchups is what you what you want to have. And, um, you know, you got to pick your poison with those guys now. Which leads us to the MVP. You know, the odds are out. And uh, right now, Josh Allen is in the driver's seat. Everybody talking about the Bills going to the Super Bowl. So it would stand to reason that uh, Allen's going to have to have a great year. If you look down at the numbers, it's Allen followed by Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, and then basically the rest are extras. Um, How do you see the MVP race? And by the way, we're not going to pick games this year, but am I ever going to get my trip to Scotland, St. Andrews? I mean, what's going on here? I mean, I'm I'm waiting to collect from last season. Well, obviously, I'm a man of my word, Jim, and I, I, I fully intend to, but, you know, put a little bit of cramp in our style with the with the with the British Open being held at St Andrews, so that uh, you know shut the course down for more than a month, um, right down, right in prime time season uh, of travel, and so you know we can get that on the books for sure. You got my word. I'm I'm gonna take care of you on that. But it sounds like you the, thought and, about this answer because yeah, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, response. No, it's so just the truth. It's the, tr- it's the truth. We're, we're we're dealing with the facts. I mean, St Andrews was played this year. Um, you know, at the Open, they shut the course down 
you know, a couple of weeks prior and, you know, they had, you know, shut it down a, a week or two after. So, I mean, that's a month of, you know, primetime season and we weren't able to go. But to get back onto the MVP, um, you know, Josh Allen, you know, I think he's really a he's looking poised to be able to take that next step. But he's he lost his safety blanket and and um, and Cole Beasley, uh, somebody he knew he can win inside at, at, at any time, you know, on those third and fours and third and fives in the games. Um, so they got to have somebody be able to come in there and be able to replace that productivity that they're going to lose with Cole. Um, there's somebody that that's not on that list that I believe deserves to be on that. And, and that's Derrick Henry. Uh, he was on pace last year before he uh, hurt his foot, you know, to break all the records. Um, he is a dominant force. That offensive line is still intact. Um, you know, Matt, uh, Ryan Tannehill is, is going to be quarterback again. And I, I think he's going to have another monster season. Um, the guy's spectacular and you, you got to put his name in that, in that race as well. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. We're here on let's go presented by Hertz. Larry, so many new head coaches, 10 in the National Football League. Who's got the toughest job in front of them, and who do you expect to be successful immediately? Hands down, I believe Lovey Smith has a, has, a t- has the toughest job down in Houston. Um, you know, the cupboard is pretty bare down there. Obviously, you know, trading uh, Deshaun, you know, they took in a whole uh, lot of talented um, draft picks. Hopefully they, they, they execute on those draft picks. But, you know, you're, they're playing for the future. They're playing for, um, you know, draft picks and being able to reload. And so I feel kind of bad for Lovey, you know, uh, going down there and getting the job where, you know, he can't he can't win. You know, today he can't win tomorrow. It's like he's going to be a, a few year rebuild. So he has the toughest. Um, and I, I, Todd Bowles down in Tampa. And uh, Josh McDaniels for the Raiders, He's two teams that are playoff bound, great quarterback leadership, good defenses and teams that are, um, you know, ready made to, to be able to make deep runs. Larry, show one now in the books. So much fun to have you back. Really appreciate your time. And we will talk to you after week one next Monday night. I look forward to it, Jim. Great to be back on with you. And uh, I hope you feel a little bit better, my friend. Thank you, sir. That's Larry Fitzgerald. I want to remind everybody that any athlete's going to tell you it helps to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's United Wholesale Mortgage, powered by findamortgagebroker.com. All right, our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, production assistance by Harris Fabishoff, and to our sponsors, Hertz, USAA, Bank of America, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Morton's The Steakhouse. Let's Go Podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. We will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.